uh, I would say like we've been, uh, we've still been growing at over uh, at three digits. Got it. So over 100% year over year growth since since the sale in 2019. Yeah. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hey guys, my guest today is Kuba Koje. He is building a company called Bold, which he sold, sorry, but called Zeti, which he sold to Bold in 2019. Prior to that, he was co-founder and ex-CEO of inter- interviewme.pl and also Resume Lab. Kuba, you ready to get started? Sure. Uh, excited to be here and thanks for having me, Nathan. You bet. So just to be clear, what is the current project you're working on right now? Is it, uh, is it uh, the uh, Zeti inside of Bold? Uh, yeah, like uh, Bold is pretty much uh, it's pretty much our mother company. Uh, so we uh, we basically uh, we basically have a portfolio of website and a portfolio of products for uh, for uh, for job seekers. So uh, back in the day, we started inter- interview me and Zeddy. And uh, what year was that? When did you launch Zeddy? So uh, uh, so Zeddy was launched in two thousand sixteen, and uh, uh, we focused heavily. Uh, we pretty much like use the experiences uh, experience that we had building interview me PL strictly a Polish brand uh, a Polish brand uh, and we focused uh, uh, we focused on uh, on SEO and we went from zero to almost four million uh, users monthly uh, I mean I mean actually uh, visitors so uh, so so Zeddy went through this in what, stage of in what in what period of time zero to four million users how many years after launch within within two years. Got it. So by 2018, you had 4 million users visiting the site monthly. Exactly. That's great. And how are you monetizing these users? Uh, we basically offer uh, a resume, uh, a resume building, uh, resume builder as a, as a service. And was it a pure play SaaS model or a one-time fee? So back in, uh, so back in the day, like we started as a, uh, as a one, uh, one-time, uh, one-time thing, you know, one, one-time thing. Uh, but uh, uh, but then we moved uh, to purely a recurring model. When was that? What year was SaaS launched? So uh, so we started uh, like I said, like we started uh, as interview me back in two thousand fifteen, and uh, Poland is uh, is not really used. I mean, now the situation has sort of like changed, but uh, five years ago, like no one was uh, was using uh, a subs- uh, subscription model. So, uh, so this is why we started as uh, as as one uh, as one time um, in the one time B model, 
but uh, when we when we moved uh, when we started at Zeddy, which was a uh, which is which was a global website, we uh, we basically uh, we operated uh, in a pure SaaS model. So the SaaS model launched in 2016. Exactly. I see. And and on was the, on interview me? We introduced it in 2000, uh, 2019. Okay, so was it 2016 or 2019 that you launched a recurring model? Uh, on Zeddy, Zeddy.com, uh, which is the international in the international uh, site, uh, site like mainly focused on the U.S. It was 2016. Got it. And the other one was 2019. I understand. Uh, which of these? Which you were running both these businesses at the same time? Yeah. Okay. And and I mean, did you have investors or did you had you bootstrap the company? So, uh, so we actually started as a bootstrap company, and then uh, in 2000, uh, at the turn of 2015 and 2016, we had a VC uh, VC investor. They basically invested like 200,000. Uh, I'm sorry, 200,000 dollars. So you um, uh, so you raised 200 grand in in Zeddy yeah. in 2019. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, that was interview me back in the day. So like we use this uh, we use this money to start uh, Zeddy.com. Okay, are these we to make this more clear for everybody? These are the same company now, correct? Interview me and Zeddy. Uh, it's basically the same product, uh, but we offer the same product on a bunch of, on, a, on a bunch of different sites. So like it's Interview Me PL uh, in Poland. It's okay. Zeddy.com, which is a global site, and then uh, in 2020 uh, we started approaching international markets. So okay, but from an equity perspective, Kuba, because it's very confusing, I'm trying to make it really clear for the audience. From a cap table perspective, it's the same technology, it's the same owners, equity owners. Yeah. Okay, got it. So it's not like four business units, and there's different co-founders on Interview Me, and there's different co-founders on Zeddy, and different people on Bold. It's all one business, just different brands. Yeah. Like so. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Sorry for making uh, for making it confusing. Uh, I mean, I think it actually stems from our business model. So like we uh, we mo- uh, we mostly use uh, search traffic, uh, uh, um, which we, which we monetize. So in our case, it makes a lot of sense to occupy a lot of real estate uh, in Google. Be it uh, organic traffic, be or, or be it paid traffic. So we basically uh, we basically have a lot of different websites for career seekers. But at the end of the day, they use mostly one product. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the fear now. Great. Let's go back to the early days because this is impressive. You go from zero to four million views, right? So take me back to those early days. Do you remember in the first year that you were in business how much revenue you did back in 2016? Yeah, but back in 2016, at the time, like when we uh, when we acquired uh, uh, when we uh, when we got the investment, it was around like fifteen thousand uh, uh, dollars a month. Okay, hold on. You told me you got the investment in 2019. I thought. No, it was 2000, uh, 2016. 16. Yeah. Okay, so you're doing fifteen thousand dollars a month by the end of 2016. Yeah. That's also and, the, that's also the year that you raised the two hundred thousand dollars of capital. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and importantly, that wasn't. Uh, uh, there wasn't recurring revenue, so it was uh, so we pretty much like had to you know, make this money each and uh, each and every month. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, uh, we wouldn't be breaking even. And then take me into 2017. One year later, how much revenue did you do in 2017? Um, I can't give you like the exact number, but uh, it was uh, at that time like we were growing at, at around like 300 percent a year for the next uh, for the next three years. So 2000. 17, I would say it was around like fifty, sixty thousand dollars uh, Still, still uh, one-time stuff? Yeah. Okay, and that was 50000 or 60000 for the whole year, or that's what you were doing per month? Per month. Okay, I see. Got it. 
And then eventually you switched all this one-time stuff over to SaaS and that happened in 2019, correct? Uh, yeah, like I did make it uh, make it confusing. So like, uh, yeah. sorry, Zeddy uh, used recurring, uh, re recurring subscriptions pretty much like right from the beginning. So, uh, so it started being, uh, it started, it started being very profitable, but, uh, then we, uh, we launched subscriptions on interview me PL, which was the, which was the Polish site. Okay. I don't, I don't think that answers my question. When you're doing 15,000 in year one of one time uh -huh. revenue, you then grow 300%. You're doing 50 or 60,000 per month in 2017. Regardless of Zeddy, interviewme.com, when did that one-time revenue start switching over to SaaS? Uh, on inter, uh, on interviewme? Well, it doesn't matter. Who is all your revenue? This is all your revenue. So I don't, if we talk about every brand, it's going to get very confusing. I'm just trying to understand when you and your team looked at the revenue and said, you know what? There's an opportunity to launch a recurring plan here. We're doing $50,000 a month in one-time sales. We're sick of selling new stuff every single month. Let's get some recurring predictable revenue. When was that? Yeah, like uh, uh, I did get the question, but this, uh, the thing is, like if if we if we have the same product on two different sites, we use uh, we use a different uh, diff different business model. So uh, on Zeddy.com, it was uh, recurring re revenue right from the beginning, 2017. On Interview Me PL, which was a Polish site. We switched uh, to recurring the, the fifty thousand uh, dollars that you were doing monthly in twenty seventeen that you said is one time stuff was that Zeddy or Interview Me? Uh, both. Okay, got it. Got it. Yeah. So you're combining. You're giving me numbers that are combined, and then trying yeah. to split out the business model, which is what's making it confusing. I'm trying to yeah. simplify the story here. Fifty thousand in twenty seventeen across both brands was all one time stuff. Correct. Yeah, like if we, if we want to simplify, let's uh, let's say it was like 50,000 uh, 50, uh, 50, uh, bucks. Okay, you then transitioned at some point where you were selling more monthly recurring stuff. And it sounds like that was in 2018 and 2019. Exactly. And why, why did you make the switch from a founder's perspective? Why go from the one-time high volume stuff to the maybe less people paying, but more predictable revenue recurring? Uh, well... No numbers. Uh, numbers worked uh, worked for us. So like we we started running tests. Uh, we started running tests on the, uh, on Zedicom and like and obviously we were uh, the number uh, the number of subscriptions went down slightly. Uh, but uh, but our uh, our LTV uh, um, made up for it massively. So uh, so 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 we basically started making like three or four times uh, more money. Yep. So when you did, and looking like that today, for example, the folks that pay you monthly to use these tools that you've built for the market, what are they paying you on average per month? Are we talking like five bucks a month or like 500 bucks a month? Uh, so uh, uh, back in the day, like we had, we had three, uh, three plans, five, uh, five, 10, 15. Uh, we consolidated, uh, consolidated them you know, into, 20, uh, into one plan, which is like $25 per month. And who are the people usually paying for this? I imagine if I paid you to do one resume and then I get a job, I'm going to stop paying the $25 a month fee. Uh, one of your most search, search terms actually is how to cancel my Zeddy subscription. I, I imagine this is a theme you deal with. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, so, so, so here's how, how it works. Like, so like most, uh, most of the time, like uh, when we think of creating, uh, creating a resume, like we think that we will basically create a resume uh, send it over to, to, to the employer and bam, all of a sudden we get the job. This is not what happens. 
And uh, most of the time, like the average time of looking for a job, like is anything from two up to five, sometimes six months. So during this period, uh, during this period, uh, this period, like uh, you should be sending uh, sending resumes and customizing them for uh, for each and every uh, every position. So like so, our users basically come back to the platform to make some uh, some uh, make some change, uh, changes, customize uh, the resume for. Uh, Why do they need you once they get a job? Is my point. Once, uh, once they get a job, uh, I don't think like they need the resume builder to begin with. Uh, but now we started offering a bunch of other, uh, a bunch of other retention features. So, uh, so, uh, so, like we're trying, we're, so we're trying to uh, to to focus on the, on the value that we are providing to the user. Like what the social cards uh, would be one of them. So it's basically uh, an internet profile that you know that you, uh, that you can have something like uh something something similar to uh, to uh to linkedin profile that you may have and uh it's kind of linked to your resume so uh, when you send uh, uh when you send uh your uh social card to to an employer you uh, you have basic analytics how many employers uh, are opening uh, Help me understand scale here. I imagine most of the audience listening around is curious. You went from zero to 4 million users visiting the site in 2018, but how good were you at converting those users, those eyeballs into actual paying customers? Yeah, like, like I said, uh, I, wouldn't be able, uh, I wouldn't be able to give you, uh, to give you uh, specific, uh, specific numbers, but we were on a, at the time when we were acquired, we were on a, a $10 million, $10 million uh, run rate. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. So, how many paying customers was that back in 2019? Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. What I guess a better question might be: What conversion rate were you guys trying to optimize for in terms of unique hits, right? Unique users converting into paid. Was it like the three, four percent, five percent we typically hear, or something higher? No, it was. Uh, uh, it was. Uh, it was way lower than that. It was. Uh, it was around like one per one percent. One percent. Interesting. Uh, and, and I guess that model can work for you, right? So a lot of people think they have to get that up to two, three percent, but you made it work for you. Um, I think our product requires a, a very specific business business model. So, uh, so uh, in a, in, a, in a, typ- a typical SAS, uh, you uh, uh, you get this much higher conversion rate, uh, three, four percent, and maybe uh, maybe uh, much higher. Uh, in our case, we uh, we used uh, organic traffic. So like we build this content machine and there, uh, and we basically started targeting each and every person who was at the stage of looking for a, for a job and we were uh, we were reaching these people with free uh, free content and uh, that traffic was uh, was very uh, cost great. efficient for us to build so uh, so even with uh, with around one percent we've been able to uh, it worked. Yeah, we're running out of time here. Last couple of questions um, uh, before we wrap up with the famous five. So since you sold in 2019, has growth increased or decreased? What have you grown? Like a percentage is fine, so you don't have to give numbers. Yeah, massively, uh, massively, massively increased. Uh, I would say like we've, been, uh, we've still been growing at over uh, at three digits. Got it. So over 100% year over year growth since, since the sale in 2019. Yeah. That's great. With, I mean, all, with all the other brands that, uh, that we uh, that we built, yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, yeah. And, and you just sort of said you, you were at a 10 million run rate in 2019. If you have over hundred percent of your growth, that means you break 20 million last year. And if all goes well, maybe you can break 40 million this year. You think you can do it? Uh, I said like around, <laughs> uh, but, uh, 
And yeah, and it's uh, and it's you doing you you're, uh, it's you doing the math, the math, Nathan, uh, not me. But uh, yeah, like what, number. It's you excited to stay with the company. I mean, you're a founder, you're a builder. What has Bold done to incentivize you to stick around after the acquisition? So yeah, it's funny. It's funny that you're actually asking this question because we're leaving uh, in about two. Weeks. <laughs> Interesting. What's, what's next? Uh, ask me in, uh, in about six up to 12, uh, 12 months for now. Like, uh, uh, I need, to, uh, I need to take, uh, take a bit of a break to explore my curiosity and, uh, think about it. How many co-founders were, did you guys have at Zeti before, before you sold? Two. Just two of you guys. Uh, and you guys just split it 50, 50, and then you had a $200,000 angel investor. Mm, no, uh, it was, uh, uh, we started, uh, we started, pre- uh, we started with, uh, with my idea. So, uh, um, uh, I had, uh, uh you had more. You don't have to say how much more, but you had more. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Good stuff. Let's wrap up here quickly with the famous five. Number one, Kuba, favorite business book. Well, uh, that actually, uh, okay, my, uh, I can give you like m- the most recent one, uh, Extreme Ownership. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Jeff mm, Bezos and Musk. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the business? Uh, I started. Uh, I started as an uh, as an SEO guy, so like uh, that was uh, that that was has been Ahrefs. Favorite. So, what's your favorite SEO tool? Ahrefs. Number three. Uh, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? It used to be six. I'm trying to get to eight. And what's your situation? Married, single, kids? Single. Uh, and how old are you? Uh, Thirty-five. 35. Kuba, last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Travel more and started uh, started earlier. Guys, Zeddy was founded uh, to help you build your resumes back in 2016. They only raised $200,000 of outside capital, ended up scaling to a $10 million run rate in 2019 before selling or around there before selling to Bold. The company continued to grow internally at Bold over 100% year over year. Kuba is now jumping out going to launch his new thing after a six-month break. We'll see what he does. Kuba, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks a lot.